Hey guys, welcome back to Handling It. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, I thought I had my life all figured out, and then I realized I actually didn't. But I'm handling it, and one of the best ways I've learned how to do that is to talk with others about how they're handling their own lives. Well, for those of you who have been listening to Handling It since the beginning, you know that I started this podcast without really knowing much about podcasting at all. Luckily, I listened to a number of podcasts which both entertained and taught me a thing or two, and I am so happy that today we'll be joined by two of my favorite podcast hosts of all time. Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsick are the incredible hosts of the podcast Almost 30, which they created in their 20s as they began to transition into their 30s. They created Almost 30 with the mission to converse with incredible guests on subjects ranging from spirituality, health and wellness, social justice, self-development, entrepreneurship, and more. In addition to their podcasting work, Krista and Lindsay also offer courses and workshops on personal development, spirituality, and career and relationship strengthening through their Almost 30 platform and provide live workshops, Q&A sessions, and retreats for their community of listeners. What I find most inspiring though about Krista and Lindsay is how they've managed to take Almost 30 and turn it into a career and a community. And I'll be asking them all about how they started out podcasting as well as what they've taken away from the experience. I cannot wait for you to hear from them both, so you know what to do. Turn up the volume, get comfortable, and I hope you enjoy. So today we're joined by the incredible ladies of the Almost 30 podcast, Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsick. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Excited. I'm ready to rock. I feel like we had such a good chat before, so I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, thanks, Catherine. (laughs) I know. I'm really excited, like I said, to have sort of fellow podcasters on um, because I think honestly, right now with the whole pandemic, I feel like everybody and their mother has a podcast, which is great. Like we love to hear people's stories. Um, I think it's really fascinating, but you guys have managed to turn podcasting into your career. So I'm really excited to chat about it, but I guess for, um, those who don't know, would you just mind introducing yourselves where you're currently located and I guess how you've been holding up with the pandemic? Yeah. So, um, I'm Lindsay and, uh, here's my, here's my other half Krista and, um, yeah, we're the hosts and founders of the almost 30 podcast. Um, a, a podcast we started when we were transitioning from our twenties to our thirties and, um, yeah, it was just such a, such a time of kind of like upheaval personally, right? Like, really the purpose of the Saturn return is to make you look at your life. Um, it's, it's quite serious. Uh, you're shown things that quite possibly aren't in alignment and given the opportunity to change it and really, um, get into alignment so that, uh, you can more closely live in your purpose. So yeah, it was a really transformative time for us. And we thought that we could really support people during that period. And we knew we couldn't be alone, but yeah, this last year I think has been, you know, a, a transition period of its own and really unprecedented and something that we could have never really prepared for. However, I do feel like 
what we talk about on the podcast, which is self-development and health and wellness and spirituality has just been so supportive to us as individuals um, and business owners and also our community during this time. You know, you're right in that like we're unable to really go anywhere. And so to be taking in, in um, and consuming information like this actually for me has been just really transformative because I've had the time and the space to integrate. So all in all doing really well and it's given us more time to focus on parts of the business that we weren't able to do before. Um, but yeah, it hasn't come without a ton of growth and discomfort at times. Right. And Krista. And yeah, I will say, um, you know, the seeing the rise of people podcasting has been really beautiful during the pandemic. I feel like people are really stepping into their voice and to being heard. And what I love about podcasting is that it's not about how you look. It's really about um, how curious you are, how interesting you are and what you have to say. And I feel like it's really exciting to see people feeling like empowered with things to say, empowered with a voice, empowered with a perspective. And I think it's a really beautiful thing. Um, you know, sometimes when I'm looking at other social media platforms, I'm like, which I love and use, I just know that podcasting is truly from a place of like heart centeredness and hard work. And you really have to put in a lot of time to see a lot of return. So I'm just really excited by all the podcasts that have popped up during the pandemic. Um, and I've done, you know, well, we've had to pivot a lot. We had tour planned. We had a retreat planned. Um, we had to change and cancel a lot of different things, but all in all, I think it's been really beautiful for Lindsay and I to like stay put and stay home and just see what we can do creating content when we're in our houses and getting creative. Definitely. And, you know, you have very humble beginnings. I was just <laughs> watching your reaction video that you did to your first episode and it was so great. <laughs> I think that's one of my faves. It was so great. But it was also like just very comforting and amazing to watch because this has been what a four year game you've been in now with the podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. been I think we started it in September, 2016. So almost five years now, but you know, when Lindsay and I started for some reason, we took it really seriously, even when we were like just practicing, you know, when we decided to start a podcast, it took us about seven months of recording and figuring out structures and trying different things and trying on like different voices and just everything we were really trying to do. And then eventually we launched the show and you know, it's evolved a lot. Like at the beginning, it was only Lindsay and I, um, we were talking about sex and dating and eventually we really have just grown into a place where spirituality seems like it's the most prominent and pressing thing for us after talking about sex relationships, wellness, and now we're more spirituality focused. But for anyone listening, I just like implore you to do the thing and, and not so much worry about it being perfect because it wasn't perfect when we put it out. It was hilarious and ridiculous, but it was really important that we really just started to do what we wanted to do. And we knew that we would grow through the process and figure out by messing up or being embarrassed or doing all the things. And I think it's really important that people just start. Mm-hmm. Right. And especially as you try and figure out, I guess, what your angle is, how you want to really grow, um, just going out throughout the process, everything changes. I mean, media changes, right? So, I mean, I think you talked about your first episode starting on your closet floor together recording. 
Um, I, I think it's like, there's something so beautiful in that because you, you know, you never started it with the notion like, oh, who knows, we're going to create this almost 30 community, almost 30 nation, right? You started it just wanting to get your points across, get your stories out there. And that's sort of, I guess, just a little bit about me and handling it. I think I've talked about this in the past, but, you know, I started the podcast with, I I was in a rut, you know, I I work full time and I was in a rut wanting more, I guess, fulfillment, wanting to do something completely my own. Cause I feel like a lot of times when you're working to get ahead, you, you really lose sight of, you know, your passions and, and what you're you really want to produce. So I started handling it, not really knowing much about podcasts at all. I, I had listened to a couple episodes of a couple different shows in, in the past. And I started it just thinking, you know what, it's going to be working, working professionals, friends of mine thought like, oh, it's, it's all going to be friends because who else would I know? Um, it's going to be friends and what they're doing with their careers. And it took a complete 180. And little by little, I thought, you know, once the pandemic hit too, I figured people are home. People are like looking for something to do. They're going to want to talk to somebody. So I just started reaching out. You know, I do everything on my own. So I I send out my requests and get everything out there. And one by one, like it just started growing and growing. And I think, honestly, I think that's the best way to go about something. Don't go into it with a plan. I mean, have some things mapped out, but let it naturally progress and take its form. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, you know, it's bringing me back to when when we started too. It really, when you, when the intention is so clear and when your why is so anchored, um, I think it actually just makes those opportunities show up that much quicker you know? Um, and I think you have just such a clear, a clear why. And I think for us too, you know, we really wanted to serve this community and really this entity that found us, this entity of almost 30 that we, we think about a lot, you know, we, we try to channel her as much as possible. And, um, because at the end of the day, it's really not about me and Krista. Um, it is so much about, um, just serving people during these transitions where they feel so alone and where they feel like they have to reach so far outside of themselves to get the answer. And, you know, hopefully we can just remind them that they are it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And there's, you know, just so much discovering to be done in this present moment. So um, yeah, I just, that story is so beautiful. It just reminds me that like once your why and intention are clear, like everything does fall into place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think too, um, if you, I think about your process and I think about our process and I've done side projects and businesses. And when I found myself really concerned about the outcome, you know, if it was to be able to quit my job or if it was to make money, or if it was to, feel validated or whatever, then I wasn't really in love with what I was doing. I was more concerned with like the results of it or the outcome. And I think when we're truly doing something from a place of like genuine curiosity or excitement or with the intention to like have an outlet where you feel like you can be your yourself outside of work, beautiful things happen, you know, and I was someone that worked in the corporate world for eight years. I was in various positions and I remember 
you know, wanting to like reclaim who I was because I felt like I was this person that was working at a job that I didn't really love and I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I would always have like side projects and side things. And, you know, the podcast I thought would be one of them, but eventually grew into, you know, our full-time jobs now and and with the team. So I always implore people who have full-time jobs, just like yourself to find something that feels like an outlet that's exclusively theirs, where they can really channel a lot of their love and their purpose and their passion, because at a corporate job, it's, it's hard sometimes, you know, it's hard to feel like you can be heart centered or you can really be who you want to be and really, you know, explore things that you're interested in. So having that outlet is really important. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I think that's the problem is we work so hard to get ahead and in working so hard, we lose time for ourselves, not just to do podcasts or whatever, but to just enjoy, you know, Mm -hmm. life, just enjoy it. And was that something, I guess, going into almost 30, because you guys launched the podcast as you were approaching your thirties, is that something that you were struggling with? Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, I was so focused on the reward and the accolade and reaching my goal and making people proud everyone but myself you know and Mm -hmm. so i think that was such a huge part of my motivation which ultimately brought me out of present moment of the process which i actually really really enjoy when i'm in it and when i'm present to it so yeah i feel like i feel like my late 20s or 20s especially. I was just so caught up in getting to where I wanted to go and wasn't enjoying along the way, whether it was, you know, trying to find someone to be in a relationship with or, you know, becoming a Broadway star or, you know, fill in the blank. And, um, you know, while we have goals with almost 30, we laugh about it sometimes because we're like, what's the next thing? (laughs) But lately we've really been focusing on or practicing just like receiving our life, you know, receiving all aspects of, of what we've created and what it continues to gift us and not necessarily move on to the next thing so quickly. Because what are we doing this for? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's a challenge for sure. But yeah, it's something that, that we're practicing, I think, more frequently now as we get older. Mm-hmm. Well, is there something, I guess, as someone, so I am putting my age out there. I'm 22. And I what? feel like, oh my come God. on, I got to go. Pull up a chair. <laughs> I got to go. We've got things to teach you. <laughs> I know. Well, I want to know because I think I'm curious to hear your perspective, right? Um, With this whole pandemic going on, it's funny. I I was talking to a friend the other day and she was like, this, I mean, it sucks. You know, this whole situation, it sucks for everybody. But she was saying like, you know, early twenties, you know, she's 24 and she was like 24. Like these are supposed to be the years where you're out there living your life and and we're not, like, we're not, we are, but we're not. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice, I guess, since you guys give a lot of advice, what advice um, would you have for, you know, what's something that I guess you learned from your twenties um, that maybe you would pass along to this generation of pandemic 20 year olds going through it right now? 
Well, first of all, you're doing an amazing job as a 22 year old, um, to already know that you want a creative outlet and your job is actually really powerful. And I think a lot of people wait a long time to figure that out. But when you were talking and you were uh, talking about your friend who is like, you know, these are my years in my twenties. Um, I don't know about you or your friend, but I actually, I loved my twenties, but I actually spent a lot of my twenties sort of not in my body and just really in my mind. I was really anxious. I had such looping thoughts. I was drinking a lot. I was like partying. And so wherever I was, I was never really there. Either I was like drunk on the weekends or I was like hanging out with friends or I just was like not fully living my life and living in my truth. So I feel like, and I felt like the later in life, the later twenties and early thirties, it just gets better and better. And I felt like you become more of who you are and you just don't put up with anyone else's shit and you kind of just figure out what works for you and you really do it. And there's such a like rush mentality in your twenties, I think to find a partner, to find the job, to like find the life that looks really cool on Instagram. There's so much coming at you that it can be really overwhelming. And especially during this time, if you're just at home and you feel like you're stuck, you feel like you can't make moves. But what I would say is that Um, life gets better. Um, You get more like accepting of who you are. You find more meaningful relationships and meaningful friendships. And I wish that I would have really encouraged myself to go outside of my comfort zone a little bit earlier, like you did. Like if I would have started a podcast when I was 22, I mean, you know, I wouldn't have what we have together with Lindsay, but I would have been at least doing something that I felt passionate about or called to. And I think it's really powerful that you know what you need and you go out there and do it. So all that to say, it gets better. It's actually even better when you're older, I swear. And do what you did and find a passion project or find like your side hustle, find your thing in podcasting and just lean into that. Right. Well, and I think now's honestly the perfect time to do it. And I know it's like sad, like completely depressing times we're in. Right. But I I have found a lot of silver linings. Mm -hmm. I said like, just, I mean, you know, you were just talking about drinking, not having really anywhere to go. It's like, Oh, I guess I don't really (laughs) need to drink as much. And it's, I feel better. Right. And just my relationship with food, I'm not like getting takeout as much. I'm like cooking meals for myself. I feel like I'm eating better. And just, I mean, Lindsay, you just had a a conversation on the podcast that you talked about discipline. And I I listened to that and I really loved it because I think you talked about um, your partner, how he sets his phone aside and puts it on airplane mode. And Mm -hmm. I was like, that's me. Like, I need to do that, you know, because now we have the time to focus on other things, you know, not going on in, in the working world and in our crazy busy lives, like now's the time for that. So I think that's been super helpful for me. Yeah. It's been so, um, interesting to, you know, during this time when we are home, things have slowed down. We're kind of taken out of the autopilot and our, um, regular scheduled programming, if you will. And mm-hmm. I've really been able to like witness myself and, see how much I'm on my phone, see how much I'm distracted by certain things. And I gave that example of my boyfriend because, you know, he will, he'll put his, his phone on airplane mode, put it in a drawer and won't touch it for like four hours. And it's not about getting things done. I think it's really like 
gifting himself that time to actually go deep into work. And we had Cal Newport on the podcast uh, last year to talk about deep work. And, you know, the greatest value that I find in deep work is not, not the productivity. It's all, it's also really nice, but just like seeing myself be with whatever I'm working on is actually really inspiring to me and gives me a lot more confidence in what I do. Because when I'm constantly on my phone, distracted, I'm like, I, I don't feel as connected to my knowing. I don't feel as connected to what I'm doing. And so to kind of like wipe out any distractions for a period of time for me is like such a gift to myself. And um, yeah, I've just, I've just really seen the value in that, especially in the last year. Mm. Right. Well, I said like, Lord help us. I'm like scared to see like 10 years from now, the side effects from looking at our screens throughout this whole year, because I feel like all I do, I wake oh. up, I look at emails, I go into work, more screen. I get done with work. It's like TV. Cause like, what else do we have? Or phone? Like, what else do we have? So I'm like my poor eyes, but I'm, I think that's one thing I really have to remember is give myself that time like the blessing of time to do whatever I want, but just to like have no distractions, mm -hmm. complete like control of my schedule in that way. Definitely. So yeah. I, Oh, go ahead. I was just going to also say like for you being in your twenties and for your listeners who are like early twenties, I do think to Lindsay's point too, the discipline of your early twenties is like really important and can really set you up for like the rest of your life. Like if, I would have started the discipline that I implemented in my mid twenties. I really started to like step into building the life that I wanted and becoming who I was in my, when I was like 25, probably. And it's really important that you use this time to like figure out who you are, figure out what you want to be and like implement those practices. Maybe it's like, okay, in the morning, I don't look at my phone for the first 30 minutes at night tonight. I'm going to play board games with my family instead of, you know, watching TV, like those practices really go a long way. And so it's really powerful that you're already, you know, doing those. Well, like I said, I think honestly, and like, it's a bold statement, but a very true statement. I feel like without this pandemic, I probably wouldn't have mm -hmm. the podcast that I have right now, because that's how I sort of looked at it. It's like, all right, I'm done with work what go watch TV. Like there's nothing else to do. What else would I be doing? At least like take the time and use it to, you know, some extent with my career and, and put some effort into it. Um, because like, you know, I mean, it's fine. Like, Hey, there's a lot on, a lot on Netflix, a lot on Hulu to watch, but <laughs> Very true. yeah. So I guess with almost 30, let's chat about other than the podcast, you really do have this community of listeners and this fan base that you've created. What services do you provide outside of, you know, your streaming content? Because you have events, you have um, like networks and groups online that people can connect with. Yes. Yeah, so Almost 30 was um, when Lindsay and I started, we really started it because we felt pretty alone in what we were going through. We felt like you know, are we the only ones that feel lost and feel like a little confused about where we want to go and what we want out of life? So it's always been about community connection and it's always been 
about people supporting each other as they evolve and as they grow. So community is like at the backbone of what we do. So we have a membership that we have um, with amazing women and we do workshops, we do community calls, we do extra episodes, we have a bunch of amazing things. So that's really like the hub. Um, and then we have a Facebook group that people connect in for free. And then when everything was open, we were on tour. We did a world tour. We did um, a nationwide tour and we used to do retreats. So we had retreats in Malibu and we were planning one in Austin. And then we were also planning a festival, but all that got canceled. So a lot of our like IRL community stuff has completely pivoted and had to cancel, but um, we still help people connect with others where they are with our membership. We also have um, courses and programs that are a bit more specific to, you know, particular transitions um, or, you know, really it's inspired by a lot of what Krista and I have gone through personally, which we find to be pretty uh, relatable and applicable to a lot of people out there. Um, So yeah, we have like, let's see, we have our inner peace program, which, you know, we, we put together in the wake of everything happening in 2020 and just wanting to share our, you know, tried and true practices and um, things like that, that really help to cultivate that sense of inner peace. So that's been a really popular one. Um, I have a program coming out called the sacredness of being single. And that's really to support people during that season of their life where they feel like they want to just wish their way out of it and find their partner. But from my experience, it was one of deep transformation. Um, and yeah, we just have, we have a lot coming that we're really excited about. And, you know, I think if we're going to be online anyway, if we're going to be on our devices and (laughs) engaged in that way, we really wanted to provide, um, support for people's souls, you know, like we kind of wanted to to be that bright light on the internet and, Um, and I think our courses and programs and membership really, really provide that. Mm -hmm. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, like community, community, I feel like each episode I do and everyone I talk to, I think it always comes back to that because right now, like, you know, I, I think having a, a community online for men, women of, you know, any age really to come and network and, you know, find help, take classes. I think that's so important because it's a time where I think it's very easy to feel isolated and uh, very easy to feel alone. And um, I think, especially when it comes to our problems and maybe challenges we're having in our life, I think right now it's, it's really easy to think we're all alone in that. Mm -hmm. So I think providing those services are so helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, just to that, it's like, there's a lot of connection online, you know, with Instagram, with Clubhouse, with Facebook, with Snapchat, with all these things. But there's like a huge difference between connection online and actual like true community connection. And I think people feel like they're connected by texting people and doing all this stuff. But like, there's something that happens when you actually genuinely connect with someone, whether it's via Zoom on video or whether it's like within a community space. And we try to really be mindful of like people having having genuine connection that nourishes them rather than just feeling like they're connected by like a social media connection um, rather than like a person to person one. Right. Yeah. So I guess with that said, are there any new events that 
because of the past year you've learned with this pandemic, are there any new events, things you're incorporating into what you do uh, that you're working on? Yeah, we, we actually last year, um, we created the new paradigm digital workshop series, um, all of which are available for, for purchase now, but that was, you know, that was really inspired by our time on the road and, and bringing, um, people who we loved and admired and have learned so much from to our audience, um, in a live setting. And so we just brought that virtual. And so, um, man, oh man, I think we did like 15 of them at least. And these were really deep two hour workshops where we talked about everything from aliens and ascension to intuition, to anxiety, uh, to plant medicine, uh, to human design. I mean, it really runs the gamut, obviously heavy on the spirituality, but, um, yeah, I'm, I just think back, I'm like, wow, we like it was just really powerful and we were able to do that and, and, um, connect with thousands of people all over the world through, through these workshops. So yeah, if anyone's interested, those are available to just kind of like one-off purchase. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a pivot that we made that, um, happened quite quickly, but was, was really, really aligned and, um, felt really, felt really good. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, you guys have tons to offer. So I'm excited for everyone to check it out. And of course, I'll be linking everything in the episode description. But um, this was lovely. And you know, I always like to conclude by asking, which I feel like is maybe a question you guys ask a lot, Um, always asking for advice on your podcast. But I'm interested to hear your take. So with this being handling it, and everybody's handling their lives the best way they can. Has there been a piece of advice or a lesson that you've learned throughout your careers that's really helped you handle it? I think for me, when I, so again, I was in the corporate world for a while and I was in various roles from consulting to digital marketing to events. And I just, when I finally realized within my career that like, what I did was about my skills, but more so about people skills and relationship management. And that if I had a good relationship with my boss and if I had great relationships with my team, and if, you know, people in the company liked me or people really enjoyed working with me, that I would always be set. And that I was was at the beginning so focused on like doing a really, really good job in however capacity that showed up. But really it's so much about people feeling good around you and people feeling like they want to work with you and people feeling like you value their time. And when I figured that out and then transfer that to almost 30 and all the relationships that we have with brand partners and press and managers, whatever it is, it's really, really changed the game for, um, our reputation and for our success as a brand, you know, that Lindsay and I are known as people that are great to work with and that are really accommodating and easy. So I would say that, you know, the biggest advice that I would say is that throughout your career, it's really about your relationships and it's really about who you are as a person, as much as it seems like it's just work or it's just like a job, you know, you show up as you everywhere you go. And if you have a really good outlook and if you're really optimistic and really want the best from life, then, you know, really good things will come to you. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. Um, and I would also say that like just building a support system is so important. 
as you're handling life. So that might look like a therapist. That might look like a trusted friend who you know can hold space for you when you need to just like let her rip. Um, that might look like a mentor. You know, I think just curating a team that um, can just be there for you uh, during seasons that you know, are, are really challenging, but also be there for you during the seasons that you want to celebrate, you know, like having people that you can really lean on to say, like, I'm really proud of myself. And I wanted to share this with you, you know, <laughs> um, I think is, is super, super important. Um, we've learned that very much. So as, as entrepreneurs and business owners, we have a coach, you know, we have a healer, we have our own therapists and, um, we truly do have a team that, um, we we activate and leverage all the time to be able to do what we do. Yeah. I mean, that's so funny. Like <laughs> I literally have a, a group chat dedicated to, you know, a, this group of friends. And whenever we have like a LinkedIn post that we're looking for some good feedback on, <laughs> or, you know, an Instagram that just went live and we want some comments, like it's, we have it for that. And that instant like support. So that's perfect. And yeah, I mean, Krista, what you said too, I think a lesson I, I learned like pretty much in the past year, you know, as I enter into the workforce and it's going to continue with me throughout my career is that a lot comes from who you know, mm-hmm. and that's not always a bad thing. I feel like it's easy to look at that as like a turnoff, but mm-hmm. I think like you said, make those good connections, you know, be pleasant and good to work with and build those relationships. And I mean, it's going to make things a lot easier, definitely going forward. Yeah, it's huge. I had, you know, when I was first getting in the workforce, I didn't have any connections in any of the fields that I wanted to be in. My family was like in careers that I didn't want any anything a part of. And I felt like I was so frustrated. I'm like, oh man, why do you have to know someone to be in whatever field? But once you get in a a place or once you really figure out how to leverage your, your contacts, because you want to support people just as much as they want to support you, it just becomes really easy and almost fun. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And like you hold the power with that, you know, like send an email out, send a LinkedIn message. Mm -hmm. We've had female founders on the podcast in the past and, you know, they've said the same thing. Like, don't be intimidated to reach out to somebody because the worst thing they could say is no or not respond. And I think just go for it. But yeah. Well, thank you both for coming on. Where can, I guess, last question, where can people find you both, keep up with you both? You're both on Instagram. Um, and yeah, so how can they join Almost 30 and keep up with you guys? Yeah, you can listen to Almost 30 anywhere you find podcasts, just type in almost three zero. Um, and you can follow the podcast on Instagram. We have a a really fun, hopefully inspiring page uh, at almost three zero podcast. You can visit our website, which has everything we mentioned today, almost 30.com. And we also support podcasters um, as they launch, grow and monetize their own podcast. And so you can find that on almost 30.com slash podcast pro. And I'm at Lindsay Simsic on Instagram. Yeah. And I'm at it's Krista, ITS Krista. And this has been so much fun. I'm like so inspired by you. I feel like 
the sky is the limit. And I'm excited to see where this goes. You should be so freaking excited. Well, thank Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, who would have thought it turned into what it did and I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm so excited to see what you guys do. I mean, killing it. Um, And it's so fun to see, you know, just, I think with this pandemic, everybody's creating and generating new ideas. So it'll be fun to see where it takes you guys. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from Krista and Lindsay. If you haven't listened to Almost 30 yet or checked out the courses and programs they offer, I highly recommend that you do. They're doing amazing work and discussing such a wide variety of topics with such a talented lineup of guests, and I just can't wait to see what they continue to do. So thank you to Krista and Lindsay so much for coming on, and thank you listeners so much for tuning in. As always, let me know what you thought of our episode. You can reach us on Instagram at Handling It Podcast and feel free to send us a message and let us hear your thoughts and suggestions. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode, but until then, keep staying safe with everything going on in the world right now and keep handling it. I'll talk to you soon.